the galaxy is full of film, and this is the Galaxy of Film Podcast. And we're back for another brand of Galaxy of Film. I am, of course, your host, Max. I am joined with my co-host like every other week for the past 72, 73 weeks. Danilo, how have you been, 70, buddy? 75, man. 75. No, we... 75 dude, weeks. Fucked up. You, got me, you got me fucked up with the time stuff, too. <laughs> no, I didn't, dude. We've met, we've met in celebration. What? Of uh, Chicago. What are you talking about? We met Celebration of Chicago, dude. Yeah? 75 weeks I've known you. I've been 75 weeks of the podcast. But it wouldn't have been 75 weeks anyway, because 52 weeks in a year, we're about three years out of... Um, yeah, so I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, dude. Get your head out of the gutter, buddy. Anyway, though, yeah, man, what? I'm okay. <laughs> Just hanging hanging in there. Ready for uh, Little Caesars to sponsor us. Anytime now. That would really make my day. Dude, I'm like 40 minutes out from their headquarters in Detroit. I'll go down there and just start recording an episode right in front of their headquarters. Yeah, why haven't you? I'm... I'm... <laughs> my bad, dude. My bad. <laughs> you tell me we did an episode... We recorded Spider-Man in New York when we could have recorded it outside of Little Caesars. That's yeah, that's sure. fucked up. Sick one, bud. Sick one. My Anyways. favorite... My favorite was the fact that we didn't know an AMC was two blocks away. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was that was bad. <laughs> Anyways, we're not alone this week, thank God. Um, joining us again, it's been a while. It's been since, I'd, I'd say what, like November last year, Danilo, or December, something like that? I think October. Something like that. It's been a hot minute. Uh, we've got Brandon back on the show. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing great, guys. Uh, uh, I'm a fresh graduate coming off of college, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm just riding out that uh, momentum, carrying off from that. I think the last time I was here, though, uh, I think the House of Gucci just came out. I think we talked about that. That was like right after Thanksgiving, yeah. Yeah. Dang. Uh, it, yeah, it, it, it's been a, it's been a while. Uh, but I'm glad I'm glad to be back, guys. Can't wait yeah, to talk man. about today's episode. It's glad to have you back on, and congratulations on graduating. And also, congratulations to Nick. Yeah, that's been a thing. And Lex, you also graduated. Welcome back to the show as well. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I, I graduated in December, but I still feel like it's happening again since everybody <laughs> else is graduating and all my friends are now graduating. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's surreal. It's very strange. I feel you. I feel you. Which that was also a backwards introduction. I just realized. My apologies. Yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but introducing to the main show finally, she was on an LFG a while back for discussing the Obi Wan trailer. Um, we've got Lexi from Nerd Academy. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> Very glad to get How you are on you here guys? finally. <laughs> doing well. Doing well. Just surviving. Yep. Basically. I feel that. But uh. Danilo, this week we're discussing what film? Uh, Doctor Strange 2. Yeah, you sound really excited. Sick one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we're actually not going to be doing a news segment this week because, frankly, there is no news. But uh, we're talking... News, what news do we have then, dude? 
What the hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Avatar dropped. And Max and I just want to be the first people to uh, say on this podcast, we're never going to talk about those movies. You won't see us covering them. So, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Any particular right, reason? Or... <laughs> no. Okay. <Not> really. <laughs> Sick one, Sounds Neil. good. Sick one, yeah. Any other news you got for us, bud? <laughs> I do, man, because there was some news this week, but that's okay. Like what? what? What came out this week? Go ahead. I don't know, dude. Now you're putting me on the spot, bro. Yeah, exactly. There's no fucking news this week. <laughs> okay. All right, dude. Let's talk Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, this has been something we've all been, you know, kind of pumped up for, especially after Spider-Man No Way Home. Daniel, you and I have expressed our excitement for this film several times in the podcast. Um, Brandon, I'm pretty sure you've mentioned it a few times you know, last year when before we had that uh, all the TV spots and posters come out beforehand. Um, so yeah, dude, let's go ahead and talk about it. What's some of our expectations for the film, first of all, going into this thing? Um, what were you expecting, Daniel? Like, off the bat. Um, not much, because I really didn't care for Doctor Strange. But uh, all I really wanted to see was Wanda tear up some shit. And that mm. was really it. That was all I wanted to see. I wanted to see Wanda be a little antagonist and just wreck some shit. Yeah, I think I was kind of the same, especially after WandaVision. Um, which, you know, we, we spoke pretty highly about in the podcast. We did every episode of that, too. Jesus. Um, yeah, Brandon, what about you, man? What were some of your expectations for this? So, yeah, um, just going back to last year with the whole WandaVision know phenomenon mm. uh i was pretty excited or i was at least a little bit more excited for the movie coming out because wandavision is and to this recording is still my favorite disney plus show mm. that marvel has put out um so i was really really excited for how they were going to continue uh that at least portion of the story um and then you know with spider-man no way home coming out uh kind of Basically, continuing on this multiverse kind of storyline with Doctor Strange, uh, I I was pretty excited for how they were going to uh, kind of go expand the multiverse and kind of just see where they were going to do with that uh, type of subject. Okay, I feel you. What about you, Lexi? Well, I'm a huge Wanda stan. I love her. Uh, mm. WandaVision was... And still is my favorite uh, Marvel Disney show. Well, maybe Moon Knight now. I don't know. It's competing. Is this a uh, just a um, words are hard for me tonight? Wow. Okay. <laughs> is there a video segment? No, no, you're like, good. No, this is the audio. We're all good. All? Okay. Well, then I'll describe it to the listeners. I have. My oh. my friend Jared. Oh. Yeah, I know. It, it's That's the uh, awesome. the Wanda little tiara thing um, <laughs> that I've been That's saving dope. to show the people on the Nerd Academy um, because Jared got me that for Christmas. And since there's a video part of mm. the show, um, I'm looking into getting a cosplay costume of her. I just I. I knew she was going to be a bad bitch from the beginning. She was a bad bitch in <laughs> multiverse, and I was expecting that. Um, I was also expecting a lot of trippy Doctor Strange magic shit. So it happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty it was definitely awesome. a Raimi movie. 
Yeah, yeah, we'll get yeah. into that. Oh, oh, yeah. We'll get into that, of course. Um, that's awesome, though. Are you going to do the, like, WandaVision version of her without the sleeves, or, like, the Multiverse of Madness with the sleeves and the... I don't know. I like, think that with the sleeves. That's I dope. think so. Yeah. That's dope. But it's super expensive, so I'm going to working and getting money, and <laughs> then I'll get it. <laughs> I feel you on that, trust me. Um, for my expectation on this, I mean, coming out of... Going into WandaVision... I, was, I think I was open to this view too, Danilo, on this podcast. You know, I didn't care for Wanda too much in Age of Ultron or Vision in Age of Ultron either. Um, Civil War, they were both kind of just there for me. Um, I liked the roles in Infinity War and Endgame, but again, they just weren't over the top. WandaVision managed to turn two characters I really just didn't care much for and two of my favorite characters in this entire franchise. So, like, going into Doctor Strange, um, just, just pumped for Wanda specifically. I couldn't have cared less for Doctor Strange. This could have been a Scarlet Witch movie from the get-go and I would have been okay with it. That's what I was expecting going into this. Um, but yeah. Danilo, give us your recap, man. Yeah, dude. So, um, we start off with, uh, what's her, what's her, America <laughs> and Doctor just kind of running around in this real, real, weird world and then, you know, Doctor Strange wakes up and he's like, oh my goodness, I had a dream and you're like, oh wow, sick. Then, you know, he's going to a wedding, um, Christine's wedding. I, I didn't know who Christine was, but uh, if you watched Doctor Strange 1, then you probably did. Um, so he's going to that wedding, but then he's like, I love you. Bro, bro was trying to just make, like uh, mess up the wedding. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of being an absolute menace, dude. So, you know, I was like, okay, Doctor Strange, I see you out here. You know, he like gave her a glass of wine or whatever. Like he uh, twirled his like little hand. I'm like, dude's pulling out all the tricks for this. <laughs> you know, but he didn't because the guy said, which was a harsh line, dude. But I was like, yo, that was a good line. That like weird guy, that other doctor. And he's like, you can do everything, but you couldn't get the girl. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> that is rough, dude. Like that's right. Anyway, though, that's rough, sudden, buddy. <laughs> yeah. A squid comes out of nowhere or octopus with like one eye. Basically, Mike Wazowski, uh, he's done uh, acid. And he comes out and he's chasing America Chavez, and America Chavez is like, help me. And then Doctor Strange helps her, and then we find out who America Chavez is. She can travel through the multiverse. And then that's how this movie really gets going. We find out, however, that um, America Chavez is being hunted by none other than our own Wanda. And Wanda just uh, wants her because she wants to be reunited with her kids, who she's had in every other universe except for this one. Um, then we keep going on, and they go into the multiverse because somehow they get transported there because... Wanda goes after the uh, little wizard temple or whatever. I don't even know mm. what that's called. And she just, you know, wreaks some havoc. And you're like, yo, dang, dude, this movie's actually kind of good all of a sudden. Like, this is all <laughs> I really wanted to see. Five out of five already, you know? <laughs> and then uh, America, like, uh, goes to a portal because she gets all scared or whatever. And then Doctor Strange pulls her in because he wanted to save her. And then Wanda's all like, all right, guys, sick one. Now I got a dream walk. You know, and then that happens, or and then they go to, I don't even know what portal it is, Earth 71968. If you're a Marvel fan out there, you know that wasn't right, so who cares? <laughs> um, we keep going on, and he meets, he goes to the Sanctum Storm in that universe, and um, I don't know his name, Mr. Braids and Mr. Green, he, like, spikes their drink. And I'm like, wow, dude, this is giving some great awareness to some things to watch out for when someone invites you into their home, who was a mortal enemy um, in the past movie. So anyway, though, then they meet the Illuminati, and we meet Christine, who works for the Baxter Foundation. And you're like, wow, dude, Baxter Foundation? Reed Richards? Is he going to pop up? Who knows? You know? 
And Wanda's like sleepwalking. Um, poor girl, like stabbed the damned book of the damned or whatever. What was that book card called? The book of the damned. Yeah, the damned. it's the dark hole. Yeah, the dark hole. Yeah, the dark hole. Yeah. Well, you know what? The dark hole got a dark hole of her because then she turned to ash. So, what can you do? Um, Wong then is like, uh, Wanda, we got to go to this other place. And then they go to the temple, and Wanda's all like, Yeah, that's right. I'm a queen boss. And Wong's like, Shit, she is. And then Wong just gets flown from uh, the little mountaintops, and you're like, God damn, dude. Is Wong actually dead? No, probably not. He's probably going to appear in the third act in uh, some heroic and miraculous way, which he did. You know, but I don't want to jump ahead. Anyway, though, we meet the Illuminati, and they're like, Doctor Strange, you know, you're just a bad guy in all these universes, dude. Like, we don't know how you're even an Avenger at this point. I'm like, you are not Avenger material. Doctor Strange's like, no, I am, dude. Then Wanda sleepwalks and gets into that universe, and Wanda starts ripping up the Illuminati. But first, we meet the Illuminati, dude. Uh, Fork Man, who I've never seen in one single MCU project. Professor X, who I've never seen in one MCU project except for the X-Men, but that was part of Fox. Um, once again, Mr. Braids, um, who hated uh, Doctor Strange in both universes. Um, Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, not the not her, the other one, her mom, I don't know. You, if you, you're a Marvel fan, you know. Silver her, and you're like, wow, dude, that suit could have turned any color, but for some reason this movie made it gray. Probably because they were low on budget with the VFX. And anyway, all of a sudden, Reed Richards pops out of nowhere. And you're like, you know what? That was a pretty cool introduction. And it makes a lot of sense that they waited to reveal the head in that little, like, hologrammy thing that they did till the end. Because no one expected John Krasinski. Unless you watched the John Campia show, which by then, everything spoiled for you. So fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> we keep going on. And Wander just tears him up, dude. And, like, maybe a miraculous five minutes. And you're like, oh, shit. This movie kind of just... Uh, kind of was a letdown if you really care for the Illuminati. Like me, though, I could care less about those characters, dude. When I saw a Forkman go, I was like, finally. Maybe I'll see an actual hero, you know? Let's keep going on, and, you know, Wanda's just trying to tear some shit up. We get to the final stage, dude, and they get back, and it's just an absolute madhouse, and Wanda, like, poofs away somehow, and you're like, did she really just die, dude? Did Mr. Raimi really just kill this, like, great character that was developed? Probably, no one Marvel. Um, and then that's just how it ended. Oh, um, who? what's the girl's name who comes in at the end? Clea? That's her name, I think. Yeah, but what's the actress's name? Oh, Charlize Theron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah somehow Marvel dished out their unlimited check that they had, and they're like, hey, we'll give you about maybe, I don't know, $250 million for a 10-second roll. And she's like, yeah, I'll snatch that up. Thank you. And then they go into a different universe. And then Bruce Campbell um, is punching himself throughout the entire movie until the very end. I'm not saying for any more Thank you. You're welcome. That was a great. That was a great recap. That was a lot, but it was perfect. Thank you. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I. I wish I could watch movies uh, as told by Danilo. Just the way that it was like, just from beginning to end. That would be kind maybe of fun. Start, maybe I'll start doing some disc commentary for the LFG segments, dude. We just pop in a movie, and I'm just recapping scene by scene in my own version, dude. Why that'd not? be awesome, yeah. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool, actually. I, go <laughs> I think it, that actually would, dude. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, let's talk theater experiences for the hell of it. What was your theater like, Danilo? My theater was quiet, dude, except for me when Forkman was out there, and I'm like, yo, I, I my sister Maya. I was like, Maya, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> like, what is he doing here, bro? 
and someone's like, Shh. and I'm like, all right, dude, you tell me who he is. You know, clearly they didn't know. But uh, <laughs> people were cheering for Professor X. Um, Reed Richards obviously got the big applause. Mm. I was applauding dude when Wanda was just taking everyone out. I don't know why no one else was. That was the coolest thing of all time to me. Like, I was like, this is all I wanted to see, dude. And my my dream has become a reality, basically, in a mere matter of five minutes in this movie, dude. She mm. grabbed the dark hole. She turned into, like, her little outfit. And then when the music kicked in, when she was, like, picking apples or apple blossoms or whatever, dude. And, like, the whole world started turning red. I'm like, yeah. You know what? This is what I wanted to see. Five out of five, dude. Like I said, I knew this was going to be five out of five the minute that happened. But, yeah, no, it was quiet for the most part. And then <laughs> people, like, chuckled when Bruce Campbell, like, uh, was like, that's it. Mm. Yeah, sick, dude. Sick. Thanks for making me wait there, like, ten minutes. Yeah, no one responded to anything of Bruce Campbell. It's kind of sad. Um, I don't think anyone Good. in my theater knew who he was whatsoever. Was, was Look at the moviegoers, man. Look at the moviegoers. Yeah, it was weird, man. It's very odd. Um, everyone cheered for Professor X. I was the only person who cheered for Reed Richards, for odd enough. Um, it was weird, dude, because like, I put my hand in like, it. I screamed, dude. Like, I love the fan cast. You know, that thing's been going around for, what, like four fucking years at this point? I think seven. Um, it's it's been a while, dude. That that image. A it wasn't long like time. A, wasn't it like a boss logic edit, I think, or something. Yeah. 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 So I cheered. I was very odd because I was the only person who was like, "Hell yes!" And no one knew who Reed Richards was for some reason, and like no one react. Like I remember the person. Um, I think they were right behind me, or like behind me towards the left. I heard someone even ask who the actor was because they had no clue oh. why I cheered. <laughs> So I was like, what? How? <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. I was like, oh. Okay. Um, so it was just awkward. Like, everything else was fine. Everybody cheered during, like, everyone laughed at the jokes. Everyone clapped when it was over, everything. But the Reed Richards thing was weird. And the Bruce Campbell thing was just awkward. For sure. Um, <laughs> Lexi, how was your theater experience? Um... Well, my theater was kind of, it was smaller. Uh, it's not an AMC. We do have one, but I went to the, the smaller one this time because they serve food. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was, um, it was mild. Like, there were cheering, there was gasping and cringing and, you know, horror movie parts. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, mine, they knew who everybody was. They were happy. That's good Some at least. Clapping. There yeah. you go. <laughs> It was mild, though. It wasn't, like, loud cheering or anything. It wasn't, like, People an endgame level what was or anything? Going on. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Brandon, what about you, bud? So, when I went to go see it, I actually went with Danilo. Uh, okay. Uh, like, that Friday night. And I don't know if he... I don't know if he remembers, but there was, like, a family that was, like, a couple oh, of seats two. right next to me and in front of me. They would not shut the... <laughs> fuck up for like throughout the entire movie That's it was terrible. so infuriating i don't i don't think i've ever had that experience uh at a movie theater in a long time but bro when i heard that i was like mm, i was so frustrated with that that happened to me during oh, morbius well <laughs> oh my god i was so pissed dude i was ranting about this during the episode um the dude directly behind me, because like I go to the Alamo Draft House, so we have like the longer recliners and everything, and there's tables built into the recliners. 
So, like, it's kind of weird how you gotta, like, awkwardly turn to get up and everything. But he's directly behind me, seeing Morbius. And I should have loved his commentary, because the entire time he's screaming, fuck Jared Leto, like, every two minutes. And when we get to the third act, like, the, the sh- god-awful, just CGI fest of a, of a battle, if you want to call it, <laughs> that last Thank bit. Thank God I didn't see it. You didn't see yeah, Morbius? Hell no, I didn't want to see that dumpster fire. Yeah, same. <laughs> Jesus, the things we do at Galaxy of Film. <laughs> when, I know when a movie is going to suck when it's like when it's pushed back six times in the span of two years. <laughs> yeah, Can't man. I knew Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, oh, Lex, you weren't even here for that. We had a fuck Jared Leto sticker we had to give away as for at one point. Oh, really? <laughs> I hate this That's man. That's awesome. I should have been thrilled that this dude is screaming "fuck your lord" the whole time behind me, every two minutes for the entire movie. So during once the th- is funny. Oh, during the third act. <laughs> After like, that, annoying. Exactly, and at the Alamo, you can like write down your orders. That's how you place an order there, um, and you'll put your card up, and you can leave complaints. If you complain about someone talking or on their phone. Mm-hmm. They'll give them a warning, and then after their warning, they'll get kicked out without a refund. Yeah, and it's like I raised my card because I've already raised it like twice. I'm like, I'm not trying to be a dick, but this dude is literally, I've turned around and watched him. He is just facing the doorway at this point, and he is screaming whenever you guys walk out because he know, he, he has no intention of this movie. And like, I don't want to be that dude, but it's like, I've, I've paid for food here, whatever. I, I felt like Jake, dude. Jake's had some bad theater experiences, Danilo, and I felt like that experience was very equivalent to some of the bullshit he goes through with the screen because when the like manager came out or a manager at least came to talk to him he tried to argue during the fight scene and he got to the point where he was yelling back and forth and then so other people behind him were then yelling at the guy too saying like get the fuck down shut the fuck up i want to watch the movie like you owe me a goddamn refund if you open your mouth one more time so then the dude starts to swing on somebody and i don't know if it was because the chair was so awkward to get out or if he had been drinking, because they serve, like, there's a full movie-themed bar at this draft, the uh, Alamo Draft House too. So I don't know if he was drunk or if it was just really weird for him to get out, but he, like, fell while trying to swing on somebody. And so, like, the manager that was already there and some other employee had, like, rip his ass up off the fucking, like, recliner and ground and almost drag him out of the theater from Morbius opening night. It was terrible, dude. <laughs> Honestly, that, that would have probably more been... entertaining. A- yeah, that sounds more entertaining than the actual movie. It was, yeah, but I feel your pain, Brandon. I feel it, dude. Um, but uh, as an overall experience, though, I would say it's probably the, I would probably have the same experience as Lexi did. It was pretty mild. Like, really, nobody really cheered at anything. I mean, they laughed at the Bruce Campbell moment, but it was just more of like chuckles rather than like like full on like belly laughs. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty tame, which was, yeah, which was really surprising to me, uh, for a movie this, like, uh, at least, like, expectations were pretty, yeah, I agree, uh, high. Mm-hmm. This was so like I don't know if it was just, yeah, I don't know if it was just, like, just, like, more of a casual crowd, more than, like, like a, like a MCU type crowd, mm-hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Nobody man. was freaked out by 
the deaths and everything happening. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't hear like any like children screaming at like some of the horror moments. Because this no, is, there are some scary moments in this movie. Yeah, there are. There, I don't think there were any kids in my showing specifically because I didn't hear anyone there like there that. Any mine either? There weren't a lot, but I mean, I I could see a couple from my view. Okay, okay. Um, let's go ahead and start talking about like some things we liked or just disliked about the film in general. Um, Daniel, do you want to go ahead and get us kicked off on this one? Yeah, dude. Like I said, when I saw Wanda just wanting to kick Doctor Strange ass, I was like. This is what I want to see, dude, because I don't care for Doctor Strange. Like, these guys are, like, a glorified Wizards of Waverly Place. And, you know, <laughs> Wanda is just, like, an absolute tank. She's been a tank, dude, for the since WandaVision, mm. Endgame, you know, Infinity War even. Like, you know, like, like you said, like, I didn't really care for a character up until those movies. And I fell in love, dude. Like, it's a fantastic character now that we have. So I all do. I wanted to see was her being the antagonist. We, I talked about it with WandaVision, and that's what we got. Every scene with Wanda stole the show. I loved every scene uh, where she was just taking taking action. Yeah, yeah dude, that's what I liked. That's what I liked. That's I really agree. about it, dude. That and the, that and the directing. The directing was actually phenomenal for once in an MCU movie. Yeah, dude. This is what a stylized director should do, unlike... Who the fuck did Eternals? We've talked about that a hundred times. Dude. dude, stop, bro. Stop. You gotta stop. Chloe Zhao, I think her name was. Yeah, you gotta stop dogging on her, dude. She's an Academy Award winner. Is she? I yeah. I only I know Eternals, see, dude. I don't see Sam Raimi winning any Academy Awards. Dude, I'm not saying he deserves an Academy Award either. <laughs> Alright, dude. So now. Anyways, dude. Uh, you mentioned the directing, dude. I love the transitions in this film. Are fucking wonderful. That is yes. one thing um, I think me and Dakari touched upon during the Sam Raimi Spider-Man episode we did. About like some of the... Um, specifically like Spider-Man 2... I remember there's a scene where Doc Ock is climbing, I think, the Empire State Building or some skyscraper, and it transitions through. You see him climbing, and it's reflecting through Peter's lens nonstop. And we see a lot of those. There's a couple different eye transitions, like um, whenever they're in this like sewer basement level, and they're running through with the water. Um, whenever Wanda's trying to get through like the puddles and stuff with her eyes. I loved seeing that. That was cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, there's also a few... There was one spell, I believe. It was when Wanda was chanting... I think it was when she was trying to sleepwalk the first time. And we see both, like, Strange on the left side, Chavez on the right side, Wanda in the middle. The score kicks in. It's real ominous. Oh, I my God. It, I love dude. that. I love that. Yes. Um, the transitions were just A1 in this. I think this is probably mm -hmm. one of the best directed MCU films. Um, it's a mm -hmm. great blend of, like... So, I don't want to say softcore horror, but just it, it's it censors horror with style. You know, yeah. we talked about like with Venom or like a with Venom Two Let It Be Carnage. That movie felt PG thirteen because it was cut to be PG thirteen. This movie felt like it was just happened to ride along that line. You know, and I commend it for that. Um, like I said, score was dope too. You know, throughout the entire film was very present, present at least. Um, which also Mondo is doing a gorgeous vinyl release for it as well. I might have to pick that up. Um, the cameos were dope, of course. I know everyone was kind of expecting like a thousand cameos in this movie. Um, I'm pretty glad there wasn't, though. I'm pretty satisfied with what we had. I'm very thankful Toby didn't make an appearance in this. I feel like it really would have bogged it down, and not just that, but I think it would have 
probably lowered my my viewing of No Way Home again, honestly. Because I just rewatched that the other day. And I think back-to-back, it just would have been a bad thing. Um, yeah, but Wanda being the antagonist was definitely the, the whole fucking highlight of this movie, of course. Um, Agreed. I would have liked to see some more stuff about the Darkhold, but I think that's being saved for the Agatha show. So I'm not, like, harping on that too much. I'm really curious on the lore and, like, how that compares to the whole, like, Sorcerer Supreme lore of magic. Um, but yeah. You know, overall, pretty positive thoughts. What about you, Lexi? I really liked Wanda being the antagonist. Um, mm. Like you said, with the transitions and everything. It was really beautiful, almost. Like, it, it was really cool to look at. Same with uh, how Doctor Strange's powers work and everything. Um, I don't usually like horror movies very much. So this was nice. Like, a nice, you know, mm. walk in the line, like you said. Um, it dipped its toes in a little bit. Um, I don't know. I just, I really liked Wanda <laughs> and how she was portrayed in this. It was awesome. She yeah, was Wanda scary was and cool. great. <laughs> she was scary throughout this thing, too, especially when she first goes to, um, I forget that temple <laughs> name as well, Danilo. So just the Doctor Strange temple, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, she's yeah, terrifying. Yeah. I agree, I agree. How about you, Brandon? Yeah, I think Elizabeth Olsen was clearly the highlight of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that's, I mean, it's all in the performance too. She nailed, and I think throughout the years she has gotten really, really better at honing the character. And a, a lot of that definitely helps from WandaVision. But like, she was, she was intense in this movie, mm-hmm. and I, I love that. I think she's honestly one of the. What probably top five MCU villains? Yeah, uh, she was fantastic. I think that also goes has to go down with Sammy's uh, Sam Raimi's directing, and uh, I think some of the makeup department too, because like there was a little like there was like some gray on her face whenever like like she looks zombified in some yeah. in some moments. It looked really really cool, and just like Lexi too. I'm not big on horror. Uh, stuff too. I don't like being scared, so I kind of like, kind of like that middle ground type mm-hmm. of horror where we get just like hints of it and just splashed all over. And I think I did Olsen, jump a couple times. I did. I did too. I did too in some moments. Um, especially when we, especially in the end, where she, it's like the final time she goes into, uh, like a different Wanda's universe. Mm. And she's interacting with the kids for the last time. And she's got such, like, this intensity to her. And then, like, she ultimately breaks down. Oh, my God. I just I can't give an, enough praise to this woman. She is fantastic. And I hope we see her again in later MCU projects. I, I 100% the agree, last of her. dude. Uh, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Olsen, I think, is probably the best actress in this entire franchise at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been saying that since WandaVision. You know, that was that, that took some fucking skill to go ahead and ma- basically master a time period of a sitcom each episode. Such a great fucking actress. Dude. Oh, oh my god, they had the talent on her, and yeah, like we said, Sam Raimi's style and direction it works really well in a Marvel film because it feels comic booky. It feels, it feels just like that, like that little cheesiness that like it it, it just works mm-hmm. from. 
from the angles that uh, the cinematography uses, uh, the, like the pull-in, the zooms in some parts. And like we were talking about with some of the cross transitions, uh, it, it just works so well uh, with his style. And I've, I've been hearing a lot of people say it's like, it's like old Raimi style from like Evil Dead. That's and like fine, when he dude. first started. Yeah, it, it's totally fine. Like I don't need like it's nice to see like these like Spider-Man touches from like when he did up mm. them and the uh when we were kids, but I I like when he goes back to that like from his like repertoire, from what he's like what made him famous pretty much. His horror side, it, yeah. It was it was great. It was great to see in person. I feel you, man. I agree. Um, let's talk about what we disliked about the film. If there's anything for me, this was pretty odd. I don't know if it was a like a, a scheduling issue or if it was intentional. I think Vision's absence was very noticeable, um, mm-hmm. and I don't mean the white Vision that we see at the end of WandaVision when he goes off. I wasn't expecting to see him necessarily. But during the flashback scenes, or just the the multiverse scenes, I expected to see Vision with the family. I thought it was pretty odd. There's a few scenes where, like, we see, um, like, whatever alternate universe Wanda in her house. There's, like, family portraits, and he's just not there. I was like, that's odd, because, like, these were... You have portraits from the set of WandaVision still. Why wouldn't you just throw it here? Because from my understanding, like, a week after WandaVision wrapped, Olsen came to film this. So I don't think they would have been destroyed. It makes no sense to me why he was in this. Um, the only appearance he slightly has is also a weird scene. Um, Professor X's death. When we see like Wanda's under the rubble from the WandaVision flashback. And there's that mm-hmm. TV outside and it's playing the intro from, I believe, the first WandaVision episode. The I Love Lucy parody. And that's the only time you ever see him. And I was like, why are we including this but not the portraits? Um... Not necessarily saying I dislike this next thing. I did think it was kind of odd because I was expecting it a bit. Whenever Wanda was under that rebel and Professor X like helps her, I was almost anticipating there to be like a Magneto reference or a line some way. And I think we talked about that when we did WandaVision, Brandon. Because like it's been a minute, I remember, but like the whole her parents being changed was weird. Because it's not really addressed in WandaVision. Like, they, they touch upon it. They're sure. there. I don't think they're even named. It's kind of just odd. And it felt really odd to me, especially when we had, like, Evan Peters involved. So it's like, why can't we use the Fox characters before teetering with him? And, you know, then the Ralph Boner situation happened. So I don't know. I felt like this could have been a correction for that. But it was just a missed opportunity mm-hmm. with that same scene. But those are my only two gripes of this film, necessarily. Um, do you have any in mind, Lexi? There were a couple lines that I thought were a little bit cringy. Okay. I can't... What is it? Um, I think Wong says something. Whenever the one... When they were trying to fight Wanda and she... is They're at that temple place. Mm. I don't remember what it's called. I don't either. Um, And he goes, yeah! when he looks at the one lady and I thought that was a little bit weird and then Christine and her go back to hell <laughs> like it just I don't know what it was about it I just cringed mm. uh, but there were a couple lines like that that I was like I think I could have lived without hearing that but you know it was goofy some parts that's fair that's fair I can excuse it 
Was that your only complaint or dislike about the film? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Danila? Yeah, dude, I've, I've been waiting for this. This movie's a ass, dude. It's an absolute train wreck. Like, it, like, there's nothing really holding this story together except for America Chavez, which is so loosely that it's holding it together. Like, we're just randomly jumping over to all these places. I don't think it was titled right. It's called The Multiverse of Madness. We get them going through the multiverses for about, I don't know, what is it, maybe 30 seconds, you know, and then... And then we see the next, we see the Illuminati multiverse. We see the next multiverse, which is uh, just being destroyed. You know, so I was like, oh, okay, are we not going anywhere else here? Mm. You know, and why is it Wanda trying to go to a different multiverse? Like, I don't get that either. Like, clearly she can go to wherever she wants when she does this little sleepwalking thing. Why is she trying to go to the one where Doctor Strange and her don't want her to go? Like, you can uh, just pick a different universe. Like, it couldn't really yeah, have been that point. hard. Right? You know? Yeah, um, but America Shot is like, <laughs> I, did, I did like, you know, I did like her. Um, but there was, and I, I didn't mind not having all of her backstory. And then, if you wanted to see this, you needed to have seen WandaVision, in my opinion. Or yeah. else you would have just been lost. Like, yeah. you wouldn't have been like, where did, like, last time I saw her, she was going after Thanos. Now, as Doctor Strange says, she's not on a lunchbox. What happened in between then? My friends who I brought with me to see this hadn't seen WandaVision. And that was their exact question. They had no yeah. clue why she's an antagonist. I agree. I can see that. Yeah. And see, and, and this is my problem when it comes to streaming. Now I'm going to get my little soapbox about streaming. You can't have this stuff be co that connected to an actual property that your you know general audience is going to go see if that service isn't at a decent rate that almost like anyone can afford you know and they and you know they can afford to lower their service on that they're mm. disney for crying out loud you know they're making mm -hmm. money left and right it can be 2.99 if they want it to be 2.99 i imagine you know the entire fucking world will have disney plus then but i don't think it's right for streaming services that rely so heavily on a show like that to then be like well you know if you didn't see it sol if you did thanks for thanks for paying us even more you know, th th but th that was it, dude. Like, you know, I, I didn't I didn't think the story was anything special, but I thought it was the most risk-taking story, which I do applaud a thousand and ten percent. I'm happy they took this risk of going weird, blending horror genre with it, blending this weird idea of multiverse. I'm so happy they did that. Mm. But the story just for me, like, wasn't there. And that's, like, obviously what needs to be there for a movie to be decent. But like I said, all I wanted to see in this was wanted to tear shit up. And then I saw America Chavez, too. She was She killed it, too, man. So, yeah, mm -hmm. five out of five. <laughs> Brandon, anything else you don't you dislike about this? Uh, Danilo pretty much covered some of the basics that I had. Pro mm. This, the main problem was for me the story. Uh, it was just, it was too simple of a of a story to be told in such this grand scape or grand scale. Um, and Daniel, Daniel hit it right. I don't think this movie should have been titled Multiverse of Madness because I, me and probably including a lot of people were probably our expectations were way too high based on what we got in the theaters. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't feel like they really explored the multiverse enough to really like title it Multiverse of Madness. If you're going to title it that... I expect some 
shenanigans in the multiverse. And they really only explored two different universes, two, maybe three. And that's about it. And, and a 30-second montage of various other ones. That's about mm -hmm. it. Like they relied on what if as well a little bit. Sure. If you saw sure. what if, which is also on the streaming service. So <laughs> they did rely on that. Yeah, they did rely yeah. on that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and I wasn't expecting like Infinity War level or even Endgame level cameos. But all we really got was the Illuminati. And that was about it. Like, I couldn't have thrown a couple more bones in the cameo department or something. Like, I don't know. I It was just, it was too simple of a story for how, for how they were hyping it up to be. Mm. Um, I think they, I think they went more style over substance in this case. Like don't get, don't get me wrong, the direction was was great on Raimi's part. It's just that he did the best he could do with what the script what he got from the script. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh but I think that's pretty much my my like main takeaway. I mean, I have a little bit of a nitpick. It might more so of a nitpick on this one. I liked Wanda. I liked how they presented Wanda throughout most of this movie. Um, I kind of wanted to see more of a will she, won't she from her character. Because it felt so sudden of her to go immediately to a villain, at least from my point of view. I mean, I get, I get why she, I get why it, she did it in the sense of the story. Mm. But I wanted more of a tease from her, from her turn. If that makes sense, I agree, dude. I, that's my that's one other thing I wish could have been changed. Was like, if this was maybe ten minutes longer, even, I think that would have gone yeah. a long way. Yeah, like at least uh, have her introduction scene be more of her, you know, inner solitude after WandaVision. Yeah, because when I was going when I was going into this movie, another expectation I was going into was how they were going to how how they were going to balance. Her villainy with like, you know, I, I still want to be a good person, you know, or I still mm -hmm. want to, I'm doing it for the right re reasons in her mind. Um, and the way they kind of wrote her off, it made me think that this was it for her. Mm -hmm. And I figured this would be the start of it or like the start of something more with her character. Okay. So I was confused with how... They ended, they ended the movie mm. from her from her arc. I can see that. That leads to my next subject too, dude. It's, it's theories for these characters going on. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, where do you think Wanda's going to go? And like with this whole segment too, like feel free to talk about your theories of the Illuminati going forward in other universes too. But like, where do you see Wanda going forward, Brandon? Honestly, I don't know because. The way they, they the way they structured it, it seemed they they structured it like this was her this was her like big sacrifice, you know, for for all of humanity. Mm. And I don't know if I would have ended it yet. You know, maybe I got I would have gotten maybe more a couple more appearances from her, 
And I mean, going back to like all the cameos and stuff, where was Quicksilver in all this? I, I was expecting like some sort of Quicksilver cameo, either the Evan Peters version, the Aaron Taylor Johnson, or even a different portrayal of Quicksilver. I was I was missing some of the elements that were that worked in WandaVision. Okay, I see where you're coming from. So yeah, like you were saying, either Vision or White Vision having an appearance or having to do with Quicksilver or even a little bit more of like Westview and how like the aftermath or something like that. Like a news like 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 a news um footage or something like that of like aftermath. Something like that where we kinda of got a little bit more of a picture for people who didn't see Brandon, London, I don't know what's happening, dude, but you're sounding like a fucking robot all of a sudden, dog. Do I? Do I? <laughs> We're going to take Maybe a quick break. One second. For our listeners, we're going to go ahead and go over our rating system for you real quick. We'll be right back when Brandon fixes his fucking microphone. <laughs> the Galaxy of Film rating system is based off planets featured within the Star Wars films. From our highest rating to lowest, here is the order in which we rate these films. Number five. Coruscant, the entire planet is one big city. Number four. Bespin, it's pretty far, but I think we can make it. Mining colony? Yeah, Tabana gas mine. Number three. Like you did by the lake on the boo. Number two. Set your course for the hot system. And lastly, number one. Gotta get back to Jakku. Back to Jakku! Why does everyone want to go back to Jakku? Alright, and we're back now that Brandon's microphone is fixed, so continue what you're saying, sir. Oh god, what was I saying? Something about um Oh yeah, the Yeah. Oh yeah, now I remember. Um but yeah, something a little bit more backstory from WandaVision, just so the people who didn't get a chance to see WandaVision would at least have some sort of like um would be all cleared up mm. and have some sort of like uh backstory with it. Uh yeah, I yeah, like I said, I don't know where they're going to go with her character now. Elizabeth Olsen has stated that she would love to do more with, like, the X-Men and uh, more projects involving them or just being involved more in the MCU in general. But my, I, I have no clear direction on where she goes from now. That's fair. Um... I don't know how I feel about where Wanda's gonna go. I don't think this is the last of her, honestly. Yeah, um, I hope I hope not. I I don't know in what project or property we'll see her return, is my thing. Because That's, now I, think, I feel yeah. pretty confident that we're gonna see the return of her when White Vision comes back in. But unless they're getting their own like WandaVision follow-up. I don't know what that would be, because I feel like that is a massive thing that has to be addressed. Like, Yeah, where do you even White Vision now in the main storyline going forward? Exactly. And, like, bringing her back like that, if for her to go out like that and for her to have an arc in a different show and then in this other movie and not have a Solos thing yet still, I feel like it would have to be, like, an Avengers 5 level movie if we were to ever get that for her to come back and something that isn't like a Wanda or a Vision project, specifically. Mm-hmm. So whether she comes back in a solo film, I don't know. Um, I'm just curious if she'll be in the Agatha show or not. Because That's what I was gonna say. I think I saw a report saying she won't be. 
she won't. I think, I think, I don't know if it's a rumor or not, but I think I heard that she will, there's no involvement of Wanda in the story. Interesting. Then I don't even know if that's like current Agnes or Agatha where she's like in whatever, because she's still in Westview. She's just what, like brain She's a guess, resident. Right? Yeah, she's a she's resident. She's trapped as a resident. So I don't know if it would be about her doing, like getting her memory back somehow or something. Or if it was just doing, being about the, the witch Oh trials. yeah, her memory is wiped, isn't it? No, it's just locked. Like, it's just, they're going to come back for Wanda said at some point, for something. Uh. I th that was, am I tripping Lexi? Didn't they like put her on like a lock, basically? Something like that? I think, yeah. I think so. Um, I don't think it's the end of Wanda, at least. For the Illuminati, um, I'm just hoping this means that we'll get... You know, Emily Blunt on as Sue Storm. That'd be pretty dope. Now that Krasinski's finally come on, because that was an issue about a year ago or so during whenever Jungle Cruise came out. She made the statement saying she doesn't want to do comic films. And so we all kind of, you know, anticipated, well, if she's not doing it, Krasinski's not going to do it because they're kind of partnering up nonstop lately. Um, so I'm glad he finally did it. I, I'm kind of worried that we're not going to see any more Professor X. And. You know, I've, I haven't seen Logan. I know everyone gives me shit for it, so I can't base his I haven't seen it either. On it. I haven't seen it either. Why? I, I don't know. It's just... I think it's it's just something that... I, I don't... I can't force myself to watch it. It's just one of those movies that I just... I want to watch it, but I just can't physically force myself to do it. I have no excuse. I bought it from Best Buy on 4K day one. Oh. <laughs> I have the steelbook. It's just sitting there on the shelf. <laughs> wow. I know. I'm a terrible person. Um, but I do know, <laughs> Professor, you know, Professor Rex does say the line or whatever, like, I've, don't quote me on this. Jeez. Um, something about making the right choices. And that's a line from the first X-Men film, or it's X2, I think, maybe. But after him saying that confirmation, I'm pretty sure we're not going to see him again. At least Patrick Stewart. Which is a shame, because I was really uh, yeah. hoping that eventually, and even um, the actor came out and said something, that we'd see some Magneto references. So that's a shame. I don't know if we'll go down that alley anymore. Um, this does have me pumped for the Marvels, though. I'll be honest. After seeing another Captain Marvel. Very excited to see how that's going to go. But yeah, do you have any theories, Lexi? Exactly. I kind of thought maybe House of Harkness, but now that we're saying that she's not probably, then I'm not sure. I don't mm. know. Maybe her own movie if they do it, but I don't know who said it, but maybe it was... I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember who said it, but uh, somebody mentioned her possibly like endgame mm. level movie if that happens again. Um. But yeah, I have no clue. I'd love to see her. I don't think it's the end of her. I, I would be very surprised if this was the last we saw. I agree. Of Wanda, especially after her having that moment with the uh, the other Wanda, that mm -hmm. almost I, I for a second I really thought they would have switched places with that. Yeah, but I don't honestly, know how that would have been possible. Honestly, I thought they were going to drop a line referencing House of M, where she says, "No more mutants." Mm -hmm. I thought they were going to drop some sort of line similar to that, where like we finally get introduced to the to the mutants or like kind of a tease where they're finally coming into the MCU, mm. but they didn't do that. So that was that was weird. I would have thought they would have gone that direction. 
Yeah. Yeah. Any more theories, Lexi? No, I think that's it. <laughs> Sorry. Dale, what about you? No, I hope we see Wanda. Uh, I hope. I don't know what America Chavez is up for now. Um, I really hope to see her though in the future, because I thought she was a really nice addition to the to the little MCU, you know, MCU cast. Um, I hope. I hope it's not the end for Wanda. I, and I. I was with you there. I did think when the movie was going to end, I thought they would have switched bodies or switched consciousness when they did that. You know, because that's a weird line to say. Like, know that they will be loved. Like. You know, yeah, they kind of are sharing the same thoughts. So, you know, uh, not the Scarlet Witch Wanda understands why Scarlet Witch Wanda is trying to get in there. I imagine, you know, that's why she said it. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I think it will be when White Vision meets up with them again. So, and then Wong in them. I'm happy Wong's getting more of a prominent role. Dr. I love Strange, that. I don't care what ha- happens to Doctor Strange, dude. It's, to me, and I told I told this to Brandon when I was, when I was, when we were coming, when we were driving home. I was like, it's no he he's he's signed up to be the next Iron Man. He is like yeah. you know there, yep. it's no coincidence now he's been in two movies where he's the father father figure to the to a girl and to a guy and he's kind of holding the universe quote unquote together, you know taking on the bigger missions than all all the other uh, Avengers who we have seen. Yeah, so. he he's basically taking up the Iron Man role for the multiverse saga. I can yeah. see that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't make that connection honestly. I, I see where you're coming from now, though. I didn't think about that with. Uh, I mean, I saw Spider Man, and I think we talked about that briefly. How it felt a little weird because it was supposed to be immediately after Far From Home. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Once you bring it up about the whole American Chavez thing, that's a good point. That's a good point. I think she'll be back for Young Avengers. Like with Haley Steinfeld, it'd be cool to see them interact. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe Florence Pugh. I don't know how old Yolanda is. Um, in Yolanda, the dude. Yolanda, Yolanda. Jesus, Yelena? dude. It's been a long fucking day. Not Yolanda, bro. That's like a country. <laughs> no, that's Uganda. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both fucked up that one. The sick one. Oh um, my. <laughs> man, I lost my train of thought, dude. Uh, let, let's give her fucking final range for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Danilo, what are your final thoughts and rating? Yeah, dude, I've said it now. I I said it on the Shang-Chi episode, I believe it was. Or when we wrapped up, uh, what was that fucking show called? Hawkeye. Mm. The women in this phase four are absolutely killing it. Like, the ones who have come out are absolutely tearing it up. And they have now become more of my favorite characters than the people who I have been with for the past ten years. Which is truly saying something about people who are now in that writing room and everything like that. You know, I like America Chavez. I like Elizabeth Olsen. I think they're both great additions. You know, both of their stories have places to go in the future. Hopefully, hopefully we see them. This movie, I didn't care for the story. Direction, uh, directing was absolutely phenomenal. Cinematography was phenomenal. I will applaud them until the, you know, until the sun explodes. I'm finally taking a risk with one of these big uh, movies, you know, instead of with the TV shows. They took a risk. For some people, it worked. For some people, it didn't. The story wasn't there for me, but everything else was. And all I wanted to see was one to really tear shit up, dude. So five, four on. That's fair, dude. Yeah, um, I love. That's, that's all I wanted to see, dude. That is it. I did not care if this movie sucked. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of the same. You know, I've loved seeing Wanda, obviously. Um, yeah, I, pr- I pretty much said everything I like about this fucking movie at this point. <laughs> yeah, this is a course on as well. Dude. This is fun. This was refreshing. Um, you know, I kind of got marbled out after the premiere of Moon Knight. 
just because I was so overwhelmed with keeping up weekly with Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars, Marvel back and forth for a, a year plus now at this point. Um, so, like, my excitement kind of died down, like, the week of this movie until, I think, that Thursday. Um, and even then, like, yeah, traffic was shit getting there, but, like, I didn't really leave my house on time, to be honest. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I got excited once the movie kicked in, and I was rewarded for it. And I do think this was a great refreshing start. Um, I mm-hmm. want to see more odd, just random directors come into these things. This was fun at the end of the day. Like, this was this was different, for sure. Um, it's a Coruscant just because it's unique. Um, what's your rating on this, Brandon? So, I'm actually going to give it a Naboo. Oh. With... I don't want to say on the way, more like hovering or kind of like steady. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not a Star Wars guy, so I, I don't know this. Hovering, they're like, they're about to leave to the next planet. They're in, they're, they haven't <laughs> left the atmosphere pretty much. Uh, but a Naboo for me, um, I just, I, I, I like pretty much everything you said. I like these like, well-established directors who have their own style and uniqueness to kind of give that oomph to the MCU. Um, I like the horror aspect. I kind of, I like this type. I like this style that the MCU is going for. Just they're taking chances and risks and stuff like that. I don't know. I just, I think this, I just left the theater disappointed, a little disappointed. And I, that, I think that just all comes down to the story. For me, it just, it's way too simple of a concept to be, to have it be told like that. Uh, but yeah, I liked everything else about it. Uh, that's what I have to say. <laughs> that's fair, man. I was surprised in a boo, though, dude. You've been hyped for this fucking movie. I know you have been. I know. Uh, I, I think my expectations were too high for it. And I think that's why my my experiences after leaving the theater mm-hmm. were just it fell off. So, I mean, I'm still excited for where they're going to next. But even I was talking to Danilo about this uh, on the drive home. It's just like, where do they go with this multiverse storyline now? Now that you know, Wanda sacrificed herself. And I mean, I know they had that post-credit scene with Charlize there and, and Doctor Strange going into some portal, or whatever. But I was just left by the end with more questions than answers. I'm pretty sure we're going towards Secret Wars next. The the I, reboot I Secret so. Wars, where all the multiverses I, yeah. collide. Um. So whether that means we'll see like some wild shit, like the comics, like Miles Morales interact with Peter. Who knows? Or if we're just going to see Toby and Andrew come back in for something like that. I mean, there's a lot of things they can do. I think, honestly, whenever that does come around, we I think that's how they're going to introduce Miles through Secret Wars. Is just have him pop in. And mm. I think this movie was, the Multiverse of Madness was the introduction of that. Because briefly, there's like an animated scene. Where they go to like an animated universe or something, right? Or like a paint universe, too? It was a Peyton universe, and I think there was, like, a brief animation universe, too. Yeah, it was brief. I'm thinking, okay, if they're comfortable doing that, and then popping them right back into live action, 
why can't they do the same thing with our Miles Morales from Into the Spider-Verse once that series is over? What if part three of Spider-Verse is the multiverse is open for that, you know? Because um, for whatever reason, like, even, like, writing the comics, they treat the Spider-Verse different than the multiverse shit. Um, so maybe that could be, like, their soft way of teasing or testing the waters if they can really mix animation to this. Um, and also, like, with Captain Carter is another example of that, too, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? But I think Secret Wars is where we're going, for sure. Um, yeah, it's going to be fucking wild. I think, really, it just depends on Ant-Man 3 next, which is insane to me. Yeah, yeah. You know, that King's coming through that, but oh well. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, are, do you, what are your final thoughts in writing on this, Lexi? Um, I was somewhere, I guess, Naboo on the way to Bespin. Okay. Or Bespin-ish mm-hmm. area. More closer to Bespin. So, uh, I don't know if I have any other thoughts, except I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was wacky and cool and all the attributes. Hell yeah. That's <laughs> and, fair. Uh, yeah, I liked it, and I loved seeing Scarlet Witch. Yeah, she's great. I have the Hot Toys on pre-order. I can't wait for it. Awesome. I got, I got um, I did the official pick sent in last year, so I have her... Uh, 90s outfit, a picture of it signed on my shelf over here, which is pretty dope. Oh, that's awesome. We need more Scarlet Witch stuff. I want that movie. But... <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Danilo, my friend, I believe we're going to go ahead and take a quick break so we can get back and talk. Uh, what Disney show? Moon Knight. Yeah, you've been looking forward to that one. Sell it down, dude. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm... we're going to go take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk Moon Knight. Oh, hi, Mark. All right, we're back from our break. Danilo, what do you have to say, bud? Yeah, dude, listen, if any of Galaxy film listeners out there have a Squishmallow Lightning McQueen, get in contact with me, please. Galaxy of Film. You can find us on all social media accounts. There you go. That was. But anyway, that was well worth that 30-second time slot right there. But anyway, though, um, we're going to be talking about Moon Knight, Oscar Isaac's uh, show. Shout out to Guatemala, because I guess he's part Guatemalan, and I'm part Guatemalan. But anyway, though, we're not even going into this show, because Max said it in the show notes. We're just going to start talking about it. No, go into it. Give a recap of the Oh, give a recap? All right, dude. Yeah, no, all right, cool. It's not episode Here we go. Here we go. Let me mute myself real quick. So if you want to, like, do acid, you know, or what's the drug that just had its day yesterday? Fentanyl, wasn't it? Fent- was what? yesterday fentanyl day? What did I miss what? something? <laughs> what? Did, yeah, what a did, special day for this? Drug? What did what did what did Fez take? Did he give uh, Ruth in Euphoria season two when the drug dealer came in and he's like, "Take this." Wasn't it fentanyl? I don't remember that right okay. now, dude. <laughs> anyway, anyway, though, dude. Anyway, though, I'm so though. shocked that there's a day for this. Anyway, though, listen, if you just want to take just random drugs and wake up like Mark Spector, that's what it would be like watching the show, dude. For the first episode, you don't know what's going on. All you really know is, see you later, gators. And you know what? That's what carried me through the first episode. Truly, that that is all. We're flashing, like, forward and everything. We get, like, a good two-minute in a beginning of some guy, like, making himself slippers and cutting glass and then um, stepping on glass and slippers. And I'm like, yo, dude. 
weird fetish for the director and writer but i mean i like i don't know what to tell you guys if you're doing that shit anyway though we keep going on and mark and his other friend who's his other friend oh no we're not even used to his other friend dude he just has blackouts and i'm like i'm sorry is this a tuesday night up at msu but who knows <laughs> so we keep going on and we get to the next episode and he's still blacking out and stuff dude we're like what is going on but then we see a new personality called like steven Steven something. Not Steven Strange, but Steven Mark or Steven Spector. Steven Grant. Steven Grant, Grant yeah. Right. Yeah, there we go. Steven Grant and Mark Spector. And they're just kind of shooting the shit, dude. Like, one wakes up and one kind of just an action hero guy. And you're like, wow, dude, this is actually really cool. Split personalities. All the while, Ethan Hawke is walking around with a cane, stepping on glass. Listen, dude, if you took off your slippers, I promise you, you could have lost the cane years ago. But, you know, that that's just me, dude. But we keep going on, and then we're introduced to, uh... I don't even know what we're introduced to at this point. I think his girlfriend comes in. Oh, he finds that phone in his little cubby, dude. And you're like, dang, dude. What has just happened now? Anyway, though, we keep going on. And then his girlfriend's introduced in the next episode. And he tried to get steak with the girl, and it didn't work out. <laughs> you know, tough luck, guy. I've been in your same place, dude. I guess it's just a Guatemalan curse. But anyway, though, you know, he, like, just forgot about it, you know? <laughs> so you're like, what's going on here? And he's keep on saying later gators to his mom, which, you know, kind of turns out sad to be at the end of the show, but we'll get to that. But anyway, though, dude, at least he's having a nice talk with his mom, you know, for the time being. And then all of a sudden, his girlfriend comes in, and she's like, yo, Steven, get off the acid, dude. Like, I don't know if we're dating or being divorced or trying to have another kid, because I'm falling in love with your other personality, so... Maybe I could fall in love with that one instead of, you know, the aggressive one. Anyway, though, they're trying to find... What are they trying to find, dude? Like, Kanchu? No. Amit? Yeah, Amit, dude. They're trying to find Amit. And I'm like, the fuck is Amit, dude? Is this a Rick Riordan book all of a sudden? You know, and then we see Kanchu. And Kanchu's the Moon Knight guy. And he's yeah. suiting up to be Moon Knight, dude. And it's cool. The aggressive Moon Knight guy is the guy with the cape. But the, like, the mark or whatever, the guy says later gators, is like, suit Moon Knight. And you're like, that's actually pretty cool, man. Pretty, pretty cool, you know. And then after that, um, I don't really know what happens. They're just on a little goose chase, you know, for Amit's tomb. And they wake up in Europe. And we see Oscar Isaac um, kind of just undressed in Egypt. And you're like, dang, bro. This movie took a real turn here. But, like, <laughs> Twitter ain't complaining. So, I guess, why should Galaxy a film? So, they keep going on. And then, all of a sudden, he wakes up at a mental institution. And you're like, wow, dude. I must have done Quaaludes from the guys from Roof of Wall Street because I don't know where this movie's going now <laughs> at all, or this show, dude, because it is took a 180. And then he sees a hippo at the end of that episode, and you're like, listen, listen, guys, it's Wednesday morning. My hungover from Tuesday night couldn't, can't be this bad. It just can't be, dude. I Like, someone laced my drink. Anyway, we keep going on. And we find out, like, the moose, no, the hippo was, like, a callback from the first episode, and she's actually a god who, like, travels with souls, and they're going through their past together, and we find out that, like, you know, one of them had a troubled past, and then he got abused, and then he turned into uh, the nice guy, so he couldn't, so he could, you know, get that out of his head, and they're like, wow, dude, all of a sudden, this show turned, like, heavy-hearted, you know, which I, I applaud it for, and it did in a unique way as well, with showing us character origins but anyway we keep going on they get off the boat uh mark and mark 
team up together, get their personalities back. He's releasing a tomb of Amit. All of a sudden, I'm seeing Godzilla versus Kong or Amit versus Khonshu, dude, because they're battling over the pyramids of Egypt. And once again, dude, once again, for the longest time, I thought the pyramids were just in the middle of nowhere. Like, truly, the middle of nowhere. Like, you had to, like, skydive in to see them. Didn't know they were right outside of Egypt. It's like a 20-minute walk, dude. But that's pretty cool. Oh, they you are? Know? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I've never been to fucking Egypt. I don't know. You haven't? <laughs> I did. I took a trip there, dude. Anyway, though, dude. Oscar Isaac is being his Guatemalan self, you know, battling people out. And then, I don't know what his girl's friend's name is. I wish I remember. Layla. What's her name? Layla. All of a sudden, Layla turns into Hawk Woman, and you're like, oh, shit, dude. Two for one in a TV show? Ain't bad. Ain't bad. You know, she's kicking ass. Then all of a sudden, he changes his personality, and you're like, whoa, dude. Later Gators didn't do that. And neither did the aggressive guy. So you're like, what's happening now? Well, anyway, we keep going on, and Amit goes back into Amit's tomb, and Kanchu becomes Kanchu again. They become Moon Knight. Will you defend the wakers of the night? And Oscar Isaac's like, yeah, I guess, dude. Like, you know, whatever. As long as you don't take Layla. And, you know, that was cool. Then the show ends where you're like, did this really just happen? Or was this all in his mind? Because he woke up, dude, like, in the same mm-hmm. place and everything. So you're like, am I in the mental in- mental institution? You know, <laughs> like, what is going on here? Then we get a nice, you know, two minutes of credits and we get a full moon instead of, you know, the moon, like, gradually turning into the full moon or whatever, fully waxing or waning, whichever one it was. And then we see uh, they bring out Ethan Hawke from his little mental institution or prison, and they just get shot. And you're like, wow, that was kind of graphic for a TV 14 show. And then uh, Kanchu's sitting there, and he's like, hey, meet my friend. And you're like, dude, I can't be doing these many drugs anymore. And turn around, Oscar Isaac, and he's... uh, what is it? What's his name, dude? Jake Lockley. Jake Lockley. J- Jake Lockley. Yeah, Jake Lockley. And you're like, wouldn't that be more of a British name than Mark Spector or the other guy? Like, wouldn't he have the British accent? But uh, he didn't. He had just some, I don't know, regular accent, didn't he? Or did he have an English accent? He, oh, he spoke Spanish. Jake Lockley? He spoke Spanish. Yeah, he spoke Spanish, dude. And you're like, what's going on here? No, yeah, that is what happened, dude. He spoke Spanish. And you're like, I feel like Lockley would be the Europe, you know, the European one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spectre would be the Spanish one. And then the aggressive guy would just be, you know, English or whatever. Or just American. Mm-hmm. Who cares, dude? Guatemalan. But, yo, shout out to Guatemala, dude. I would love to, like, I would just love to place Danilo's audio over movie for commentary. Like, you know, the special, the, uh, the, like, the DVD features where they have the special commentary over the movie? That's what I would have Danilo doing. You're just giving him ideas, thing. dude. You're just giving him ideas. We're going to launch a new show here on Galaxy of Film called Danilo's Commentary. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Danilo's Hot Takes. Oh, boy. There's been plenty of those. Um, yeah, dude, that was that was Moon Knight. How did you feel about it, Danilo? Overall, as a season, or like from starting off with it, how did you feel? <laughs> then we'll get how we ended it. I don't know, dude. It's just a question. Starting off, I, it was rough, dude. It was rough for me in watching. I, I truly had no idea what was going on. I can't read. I read picture books, and unfortunately, I haven't seen a new Moon Knight picture book. 
Um, so I was completely lost, dude. I had no idea what was going on. But I was there for it. 1,000%. Like I said, dude, when they go weird, that's what I want to see, dude. I'm done seeing the same cookie-cutter stories of, I'm a hero, you're a bad guy. All right, dude, let me just throw a few punches and call it a night, you know? But here, I'm being jumped, like tossed around like, you know, a raggedy and out at this point. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I was here for it, man. I liked it. And then we get to, what was it, episode four or five, where that mental institution That's switch five. happened? Yeah, five. And you're like, I'm here for it again. Like, I don't mind that. You know, that total that total tone switch and, like, just switch of the entire environment. Mm-hmm. So you're even asking yourself, Is that, did it actually happen? Didn't it happen? And then the ending, I thought the ending was a bit flat. But overall, dude, I, for the risks they took, I think a lot of them hit, so. I enjoyed it. I can't believe you just compared yourself to a Raggedy Andal. <laughs> it was going to be other comparisons, but family friendly podcast, dude. Family friendly podcast. When has that ever stopped you? <laughs> just now. <laughs> God, you're an asshole. <laughs> what, dude? I was going to, um... dude. Speaking of Lightning McQueen, dude, remember when he had that accident? Jesus. <laughs> he did, dude. That was on the cover of the poster. No poster will go harder than that, dude. Where he's like, hoods like up and everything, and, he, and you're like, what's going to happen in the next race? That's what it felt like, dude. I felt like Lightning McQueen when he, like, you know, got in that accident. Okay, dude. Um, <laughs> Wow, that was unexpected. Um, Yeah, for me, for starting off with this thing, I don't know. The first half was kind of rough. Um, I got an episode and a half into this series. And then it just stopped. Um, and it's not even because I didn't like it. Like, I just was burnt the hell out on Marvel shows, at least. Um, so I was waiting for this to come out all at once so I can binge it. And so I did, the other day, I rewatched the first two. Um, <clears throat> and continue on with the other four episodes. And I'm glad I did that. Because this was a fun binge, honestly. Um, I'm sure I would have enjoyed this weekly. But after WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Miss Marvel's coming up. I need a break from the shows, because not only am I doing that, I'm doing the Star Wars stuff, too. I just, I need a little bit of a break from it. Um, so this was a good binge, for sure. But, yeah, what about you, Lexi? How are you feeling at first about this? Well, I'm madly in love with Oscar Isaac. That's <laughs> number one. Okay. <laughs> just going to put that out there. Anything <laughs> he does is great, and I really loved this show so much. Um I was so confused the whole time, and I think that's what I liked about it. I liked that it kept me intrigued and wanting to find out what the heck was going on. Um, I want more of it. I wasn't bored. I, I just really... Maybe it was because I was watching him on screen, but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I just I loved more like a darker story i guess Mm. which not that any of the other stuff hasn't been that dark but specifically with this one it was just kind of brutal so it was especially that backstory episode that Mm -hmm. that was deep that was dark i think that was one of the darkest things marvel's put out um probably my favorite episode this season honestly which speaking of do you so do you think we're doing season two or are we going from a movie from here I don't. I don't know. I, I don't care either way because I want whatever. Mm. <laughs> I want more Moon Knight. Um, but what was that thing recently that they like? What didn't it say? 
they put out something that said season for the next season and then they took it down. I forget what it was. Yeah, they they flip flop back and forth with the series finale and season finale. And mm-hmm. well, whatever Marvel posted. They did the uh, same the, thing of Falcon and Winter Soldier, which is why I wanted to ask you because like that kicked off the Captain America 4 announcement. Yeah. So I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know. I think I prefer to show honestly. Like I one thing like I really enjoyed about this was it being contained. This was yes. a bit of a fresh start. This is a decent entry point, I feel like. Um, and it also really helped because like, I was not familiar with Moon Knight or Mr. Knight at all. Um, I had a pop yeah. figure of Moon Knight for some reason. I don't know how I got it, but I have it. Um, I want one now. Because <laughs> I didn't know anything. I didn't really... I heard of it, but I didn't know anything about Mark Spector. Or... Okay, so you were also along for the ride. Like The whole third person yeah. also chipped you out, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, Brandon? Do you have any like familiarity with Moon Knight at all? I know. I knew of Moon Knight. Okay. I didn't know he had this split personality disorder with him, and okay. so I was just familiar with the name and the character. Uh, but beyond that, I was going in completely blind as a casual from that casual. Yeah, perspective. I. I kind of. I heard his name and I knew he had dissociative identity disorder, but I wasn't, I didn't know anything else. I just knew he had some sort of disorder. Um, like I thought it was just a strictly a sleeping disorder by that first episode, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, Danilo, where, where do you think this is going to go from here? Oh, I think it's going to go in a movie, uh, is, uh, as well. I would, I hope it would go to that. Um, I don't like the Disney Plus shows. I'll keep up with them to keep up with them. I don't mind that they're on there. I think they do put out good content. Like I said before, man, like it's just if you're going to have all of this connected to each other, which I do like. I Don't get me wrong. I like when things are connected like that. It has to be accessible to the your casual fan base, mm-hmm. which, you know, as of right, like, you know, I'm not trying to like speak badly of anyone, but not a lot of people can afford the prices of you know, these streaming services are not all of them, so they're going to have to pick and choose. And, you know, I, I don't know what Disney Plus will do. Um, so, But I would like to see it be a movie. Um, I, I think it will be a movie. I really do. Um, they did little interviews at the end of the wrap-up, and they're like, well, we don't have season two. You know, no plans for season two. That doesn't surprise me, because, you know, how they are with the way they word things and everything doesn't mean it won't be a movie. You know, we don't have a season two, but we have a movie coming for you guys. So... Hopefully. That's a good point. Um, but I, w- I want to see uh, Later Gator, dude. I want to see him. I like that version of that guy, dude. I want to see a full story. Yeah, oh, Steven. Steven. Steven is pretty great, Mr. dude. Uh, Mr. Moon or whatever. Yeah, yeah Steven's pretty like awesome. Him. He is. Um, Daniela, you brought up you had you know issues with the finale. What were you issues specifically with that episode? Oh, it just ends like typical typical Marvel, dude. They have their big battle and they call it a day at the end. And everything kind of just goes back to normal. Mm. You know, like they gotta stay weird. They stayed weird for 90% of this entire show, which I loved. I loved how I didn't know what was going on for the first three episodes. It made me want to watch the next episode. I loved when they took that backstory with them. You know, it's an old TV. It's basically TV formula. We introduce a new character, second to the last episode, we're going to go back and understand why that person's that person. It's happened with 
Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's happening with Loki. It's happening with WandaVision. It's happening with this. It happens with the Mando. You know, it, it happens with that basically any any TV show, you know, besides Disney Plus ones. And I liked how they did it where it's like they're in this limbo type thing. That makes it more intriguing rather than just, yeah, well, you know, one day my mom beat me and I started a new personality. You know, it, it took you a while to get there. And the buildup was worth it. You knew something was going on. They played it off like horror with that little kid mm-hmm. running around there. And then they showed it, which is very, very surprising for a show like this, which is, you know, a, like these IPs are made for kids. You know, I imagine somewhere out there who's watched this show, there is a kid who's watched this who that actually has happened to. Maybe not where they split personalities, but where, you know, they're not getting treated right at home. So More I, relatable I, I, to most people than, you know, the regular... Yeah, mm. you know, and, and I, I applaud them for that. And all of that was so good and done so well. And then we just get a battle of Kanchu and Amit, and I'm like, yeah, dude, sick. But, I, you know, <laughs> they have to end like that. Because, like, how else are they going to end, you know? You can't just have Kanchu and Amit kind of just be, you know, dancing over all of Egypt. Yeah, they just kind of ride themselves in the corners, what you're saying, basically. They do. They they always do. And I, I just would like them to just capture that ending, and then I think Marvel would be light years ahead of everyone. Everyone. If they can capture how to fix that ending, tweak it, to where it's not this simple. Yeah, I'm a good guy, you're a bad guy, see ya. You know? Mm-hmm. I agree. The Khonshu and Amit fight is really out of place, because they just grow, too. Like, I, yeah. I, that completely went over my head, dude. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Why are they the size of the pyramid all of a sudden? Um, it, it feels out of place. The whole episode feels like chopped at one point. I don't know what it is. Um, like for the last five minutes, I like how it's different. I like that it ends. I, I like the third personality thing coming in. I do. I like that we're switching back and forth, and now Mark and Steven have no clue what's going on. You know, Ethan Hawke's going to the fucking mental hospital, and we get the post credits scene. I like that stuff. But you, like you said, you know, he just wakes up. And I don't know what the fuck happened at that point. Like, I was so I did like this. that. I did like that. Yeah, I yeah. did like it too, but I wish it was constant throughout this episode. A, a bit more of a tease. Because with okay. that Amit and Kanchu fight, it feels out of place. Because, like, it's like, okay, we're having this unique thing throughout the entire series. And then all of a sudden we go back to just, you know, stereotypical Marvel. You know, right back to the whole whiteboard style. Like, we have just the structure, just big-ass fucking boss fight, basically. And then it's, like, the very last, like, two minutes, we go weird and artsy with it again. Like, as far as, like, filmmaking goes. And I like that, but it just felt inconsistent through this episode, more than anything. And that was my biggest issue with it. Like, I was sober watching this, wide awake, and I was like, what the fuck did I just miss? And had to go rewatch the last five minutes, thinking I was just tripping out completely. Because it felt so completely sudden compared to everything else. Um, that's my only issue with the finale. Honestly, the series as a whole, I was kind of surprised um, through my binge how much I enjoyed it. You know, um, visually, I think it's probably the best Marvel show they put out so far. Um, I think it's episode two or three whenever Mr. Knight um, and Khonshu are moving the sky back. That's a gorgeous fucking scene. Probably my favorite scene in the entire season, honestly. Um, Layla's a badass. Absolute badass. She's a great love interest. I love that she's kind of stuck in this awkward place where she doesn't really believe him having this disorder. 
but like there's moments where she's like oh shit like you you seem pretty serious here and you start to see that whenever like she's in um steven's home or his loft or whatever um so she's cool and when she finally does get the powers her suit's badass i like that she once used her collar necklace as a weapon like she just stabs someone with at one point and then it like is integrated into her costume i love little details like that like that is almost it reminds me quite a bit of like Star Wars with Ray's staff becoming her lightsaber hilt. And I love little details like that. Um really interested to see where she's gonna go if she's just kinda gonna like follow Moon Knight and whatever properties and movies or shows he goes into. Cause I'm not familiar with either of their characters like that. I don't know if she's actually just like his psychic or if she's gonna end up doing her own thing. And I hope she does do her own thing, because she's badass as hell. Um, but I don't know what that could be because I have no clue what the lore is whatsoever. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like my final thoughts on Moon Knight overall. Um, where are you sitting at with this, Lexi? Like, how are, now that's all over and done, what are your thoughts with it? I am very happy with it. I want to see more. If not, if there's not going to be more, then, um, you know, I, I was satisfied with it. Um, I don't know if we're doing a rating yet or not. Oh, go for it. You've heard too. Oh, okay. Was it <laughs> Coruscant 5, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd give it a Coruscant. Um, again, Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Oscar Isaac is Oscar Isaac is Oscar Isaac. <laughs> He's great. And um, they gave me the um, like enough information to understand... What, who this character is, where he came from, because I had limited knowledge aside from what my friends were telling me. Mm. Um, because I wasn't sure if his real name in the comics was Mark Spector, which I think it is, right? And then yes. um, Steven also exists in the comics, and so does Jake Lockley. I wasn't sure whether they brought those on, like as a new idea mm. or if that was from the comics and it was, and that was cool. So yeah, okay. I really liked it. That's interesting. Cause like the only, like when I was doing any kind of research on Moon Knight, or whatever, from when I had that pop figure, um, like I was <laughs> expecting, like, I, I remember the hat Jake Lockley had from the panels I had seen. And we ended up seeing it in his one scene in the finale, so, like, I was thinking that Steven, for whatever reason, was an original character as well. Because I was like, okay, something must have gone wrong with this other dude with the hat or whatever. Like, his mm-hmm. writing, in the comics, he must have done something, like, really fucked up because they're not going to bring him to the show until the very end. So, I, I feel you on that. I feel you. Danilo, what was your rating of Moon Knight? Uh, it changed from a, um, a Hoth by you know the end of like by the end of episode like two to uh best but on its way to coruscant dude i i really enjoyed what this like the full product of this show mm-hmm. and i think um these are one of those shows where you just got to stick around for it i really do you know like you, you might not like the beginning but i think it as a whole works wonders and is very very good so for me it was uh best but on its way to uh coruscant i agree i do think this show works best in the way um, best as a whole, and is a great binge, like I said. Um, for me, it's also best on the way to Coruscant. I think it's my second favorite MCU show, as far as the Disney Plus one goes. WandaVision still just hits pretty hard, too. But Oscar Isaac's performance as Mark, Steven, and Jake was absolutely wow. fantastic in this. 
Um, and seeing just the unravel of like the backstory with them really gave me a lot more respect for their for their individual characters, which is interesting because he's able to tackle three at once, kind of like Olsen with WandaVision. Um, he did so well. Yeah, and he was so able to well. just like a flip a switch. There was only yep. one scene, um, and I want to—I think it's in the middle of the season—where um, like you can recognize he takes a second to switch characters, and it's only because it's a longer take. Like the shot is, it's just continuous, and I respect that yeah. he's actually still able to not just a edit thing, but like on the flip of a dime, he can switch. He's a great actor yeah. and it's great performance. Um, Brandon, what are your final thoughts and rating on this? Yeah, so I didn't really get to talk much about it, but I I was so intrigued by the uh, from the first episode, um, and it, it's it slowly got better every single episode uh, when I was watching it, and mm-hmm. so I just loved this like turn. Uh, like toward the end of episode four where like we're not sure if it was just all in his head or not in the mental institution <clears throat> and I love I love that I love how it's more grounded in more of this character study like like a Joker-esque type of character study mm-hmm. or I guess in like in that way um, rather than like have it be action forward so I, that's one. That's probably one of the main things I really enjoyed about this show was that we got to know more from uh, about the characters rather than like having the action do the talking. Um, all the performances are great. Like like you guys are talking about, I love how uh, like I, Oscar Isaac and even Layla to an ass uh, to a certain extent, like were able to switch personas like in the flip of the switch. Uh, like flawlessly, and that was so so good. Um, I love the editing because I'm a big video. I'm a I'm an editing guy, so mm. that's like that. That's like my my big thing about this was you know going from you know the eye the eye rolling to like the the next cut or whatever. Uh, cinematography was great too with the kind of the the upside down shots. Some of like the reflections in the water and the ponds; those were great. Um, Ethan Hawke was great too. I don't think we gave him enough praise as is. As um, oh my god, what was his name? Arthur Arthur Fletcher, Fletcher or whatever his name was. Uh, he was amazing. And uh, going on about the finale, actually, I I actually kind of I actually liked the finale because. Okay. It seemed like Arthur had more of the advantage through this season, where the where the actual payoff of them fighting, uh, I actually didn't mind that because Arthur gained the upper hand throughout most of the show. So it was kind of actually nice to kind of have, see that culmination pay off mm. with that. Um, I like the I like the stuff with Jake Lockley. Can't wait to see where that goes. Uh, I hope, you know, we see another season of this, but um, episode five, episode five was honestly one of the best episodes that I've seen of television. 
like outside of MCU. Like I, I thoroughly enjoyed it from beginning to end. Uh, I'm just kind of rambling at this point. Um, really, the one thing uh, that I don't like about this show, and this goes mm. for all Disney Plus shows, is this fucking six episode structure. I agree. I don't know. I do not know why mm. they decide to go because that's such a weird number, isn't it? For television, it six episodes, and that that is just the downfall for most of these finales too. Because I actually, like I said, I actually really enjoyed this finale. Uh, but with most of these, with most of the MCU shows, they're always just like rushed, or they just have to get like everything wrapped up in this finale, and there's not enough time to breathe mm-hmm. uh, with all within all that. So I actually kind of like the pacing in the finale episode and having everything get um, wrapped up by the end of it. So that was the one thing I liked. But still, though, it still suffers from that six-episode structure where mm. we could have gotten, like, two more episodes out of this. I uh, agree, just... dude. I, I think this does have potential for, like, two more episodes because that six-episode thing is annoying. We talked about mm-hmm. that, I think, with maybe Loki or Falcon Winter Soldier, I think. Something, dude. Um, comparing it to WandaVision specifically, because the ending felt off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the one, yeah, that's the one thing I liked about WandaVision, even though the finale, again, falls under the mm-hmm. bad MCU shows, or bad MCU finale episodes. Um, yeah, but the one thing I liked about WandaVision that, is that, you know, we were able to explore more of this kind of, like, tragedy to Wanda that we don't really get from most of these MCU shows. And uh it's it's their structure. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to complain about it, but it's just a gripe that I still have uh with all these MCU shows. The only thing I or I think the only show that has like more of a structure to it is the She-Hulk show that's coming up. So I think that's supposed to have like ten episodes or something like that. Oh, that's interesting. That's odd. <laughs> I think I don't know if they're still gonna go with that, but I heard that it's gonna be there's gonna be more episodes to it. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I'm going off topic. Um, my rating for this show would be uh, a Bespin, straight okay. Bespin. Uh, like it, I I think overall it's from beginning to end it's the best. MCU show, as okay. far as structure and story and all that, but One Division is still my favorite. Let me ask you this real quick, Brandon. Where, for the shows, what is your favorite? If you can, if you also take into accountability the Netflix stuff that is now canon. Now, see, that's tricky because I haven't gone back and watched the oh the, the Netflix Marvel shows, so I haven't even gotten a chance to watch those. Oh, um, not any of it. No, not Daredevil, not Jessica Jones, not... Dang, okay. I know, and that's so weird for me, because that would be something I would be interested to. But like I said with uh, with Logan, mm. I just can't push myself to watch those shows. Yeah. Uh, Lexi, but, what about you real quick? What, what, yeah. Where does this rank of your shows real quick? With like Daredevil, all the Netflix stuff involved too. I have not seen any of those Netflix shows um, oh, really? Even when they were, yeah, I, I'm also in the same boat there. Dang. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so with the, still my favorite. 
Okay, that's about to ask. With the Disney Plus stuff, it's WandaVision, then Moon Knight? And then Moon Knight, yeah. Okay. That's also our man. Danilo, are you there too? WandaVision and Moon Knight? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Continue where we're going on, Brandon. I was just curious where this had ranked compared to WandaVision, because we had just talked, you know, so much no, Wanda. <laughs> no, yeah, you're good. Um, yeah, as far as the just straight up MCU Disney Plus shows, mm-hmm. WandaVision's at the top. <clears throat> and then I would probably probably say Loki because I had a little bit more fun watching oh. Loki. Okay. And then Moon Knight is a close second. Okay. And then and then and then it would be Hawkeye, What If, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Dang, I feel like everyone hates me because Loki's my least favorite out of all the Marvel ones. I'm at WandaVision, Moon Knight, Falcon Winter Soldier. No, no Hawkeye, then Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, what See, if and Loki? Falcon Winter Soldier is just so boring to me. I like the ending a lot, though, man. That ending saves it. See, I despise the ending. I despise it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It took the the best parts about this show that I actually was interested in, and they completely flushed it down the toilet. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, man. Uh, I have a quick question, though. Go ahead. So, did any of you ever watch Oscar's interview and he sings the hippopotamus song? Mm-hmm. I heard I've heard of this hippopotamus song. I've I've, I've never. He had sings this song to his kid about a hippopotamus, and it was stuck in my head the whole time watching Moon Knight. Does he actually like, sing the song? Time. It was actually it was on like Jimmy Fallon, wasn't it, or something? Yeah, like, it was like on Joe? Fallon or Kimmel or something. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Look it up. Look up Oscar Isaac hippopotamus song. I will soon as we this. That sounds dope. <laughs> Yeah. It, com- it comes all full, uh, full circle. I think about it. Yep. It sounds yeah. like a Silverstein book or something. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is the second thing that comes up after you type in Oscar is on YouTube. Oscar is. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but what was your rating again for Moon Knight, Brandon? I'm sorry. Uh, Bespin. Uh, Bespin, that's right. Gotcha. Wow. Well, did you know? Do you have anything else to add for Moon Knight? No, dude. I believe that's all. Yeah, man. I think so. I think so. Next, we've got to get a show lined up. We're doing your Jake Gyllenhaal special. Yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> you sound real yeah, fucking excited. No, yeah, no, dude. It's actually a pretty good movie, though. Pretty two good movies. Pretty I haven't good, seen either, so I'm looking forward to them. Oh, you'll be surprised by Nightcrawler, dude. Nightcrawler I don't know anything about either of these movies, dude, other than Jake Gyllenhaal's in them. Good. That's... Some people don't like Jake Gyllenhaal. I know. If those people are wrong. I don't... I haven't dived into that fandom yet. Maybe <laughs> I'll dive into that one. But anyway, though, dude. Yeah. Listen, I covered uh, another multiverse movie this Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. With uh, my friend Brian and Jake. Mayhem Pictures and Drink the Movies. We are talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. So if you guys have Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or however you're listening to this... Listen to that episode after, or before. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Lexi, I'm glad we were able to finally get you on the main show, I'm especially for Thank Doctor Strange. For this has been me. a lot of fun. Um, where can your listeners oh, yeah. find you if they don't follow you already? Um, Acapella98 on Instagram and LexiLion98 on Twitter. Awesome. They would be the same, but somebody has the username that I want it, so it's 
fine. <laughs> that is the most annoying thing in the world, I feel like. <laughs> yep. Because that is something you can, not only you can you not change, but when you eventually can change it, you have no clue when. Because you're not going to search it up every fucking day. So I feel yep. your pain. And I have searched it recently, and they haven't posted since, um, like, 2018 or something. And they still have their account. So I can't make my accounts the same username. So I'm going to be inconsistent forever. <laughs> Dang. that That's terrible. I know exactly the pain. <laughs> yep. Oh. Brandon, my friend, I appreciate you coming on. It's glad to get you back on here finally after like six months. I can't believe it's been that long, dude. Um, where can our listeners find you? So uh, people can follow me on Instagram at BeLion2K22. And people can follow me on Twitter at BrandonM226. Awesome, man. Uh, it's been a pleasure having both of you on. Danilo, what are we talking, well, we're talking Jake Jones next week, obviously. What are we talking the week afterwards, you know? I have no fucking idea. I think it no Star Wars. No, it's not Star Wars. It's uh Yes it is, is dude. It? Yes, you fuck. Yes, <laughs> dude. It's a family show, says yeah, family. Family, family show. Family show. <laughs> <laughs> oh I hate you, Danilo. <laughs> dude, it's a family show. It's a family show. You can't say that. Jesus fuck. You know what we can say though? You know what we can't say. We can see a film on all podcast platforms. That's exactly right. If you enjoyed the show, please consider us leaving us a five-star Apple review. It truly helps out the show much more than you can imagine. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, the whole nine yards, at Galaxy of Film. We've got stuff on the YouTubes, Galaxy of Film Productions. Check it out. Um, we, we got a lot of shit coming up, dude. Celebration's coming up. Find us there for stickers. Or don't find us there. Whatever you want to do. Second uh, one. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening, and stay tuned. Bye, guys. Ta-ciao.